Hello and welcome to another episode of the Tip Balls Podcast. I am your host, Sam Randazzo, and I am joined today by my two rather spicy co-hosts. To my right, it is the one and only Uncle Sam. God bless Bruce Jenner. And behind the computer, just tossing his own salad, it is Bruce, the tugging on it boat, Vinditty. What's up? And we are here with another edition of Fantasy Frenzy. This time we are focused in on week 10. Some fantasy seasons are coming right down to the wire. Especially yours. Especially mine, because I had to sell the house this week to try and stay relevant. But this is about the time of year where Uncle Sam completely shits the bed fantasy-wise and limps in the playoffs for his first-round exit. Bruce, on the other hand... Yeah. At least yeah. I make the playoffs. Yeah. Oh, don't worry. We'll be we'll be talking I'm about definitely it. not making the playoffs. When Jalen Waddle goes off for 35 against anyway, Cleveland this week. Yeah. Anyways. You're 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 drinking the Kool-Aid. Anyways, let's talk quarterbacks to start off today's fantasy frenzy. We will do some news here at the end. Couple guys that I'm a real, real big fan of this week. Um actually, hold on. So Josh Allen is questionable with an elbow injury, right? If he does not play against Minnesota, which I'm not a huge fan of that matchup anyways, Case Keenum would become the starter for Buffalo. Um, If you are a Josh Allen owner, you might not have another quarterback on your your bench. Do you start Case Keenum? Absolutely. You would plug and play Case Keenum for a week. Case Keenum could put points up. Is Case Keenum a a legitimate quarterback in this league? Yeah. He's a legitimate backup in this league and can put points up. He's proved it time in, time out. I would play him, especially with that team. That team clicks no matter who's in there. I truly believe that. So you think Case Keenum would get enough to get you the dub? He'll he'll get you enough to get you by. He's going to put up 18, 19 points this week. And he'll be solid. Yeah, I don't expect him. Josh Allen's averaging 30 points a week. So I don't expect that. Uh, I don't that. expect that from Case Keenum um, whatsoever. But he'll, put, he'll give you 18, 19 this week. Absolutely. And I think if if you're in a situation where you've had Josh Allen all year, then realistically, you can you can make it by a week with Case Keenum in there. I, I do agree with you there. Um, one matchup that I'm very, very wary about this week is Justin Herbert at San Francisco. Um we still don't know with any certainty which wide receivers are healthy for the Chargers. Um, they, they're they not being 1,000% transparent. Um, well, here's the thing. They continue to win with nobody. Well, yeah. Uh, I mean, that's the I thing. I mean, it's Eckler. Yes, it's, it's the Austin Eckler show. show regardless. Um, Justin Herbert only put up a 13 last week against Atlanta uh, with a pick, a touchdown, and 245 passing yards. Listen, you probably ex- expect the same thing from, I think, a little better numbers, but well, I, I'd say a 15 to 19 point range. This is what makes me wary here is when he played Denver, okay? And I would say Denver is probably the best defense he played outside of San Francisco this week. Okay. He went for two two thirty eight, no touchdowns and a pick, and nine points. That that would make me nervous as a Justin Herbert owner. Uh, again, only thirteen against Atlanta last week, sixteen against Cleveland, and then you have games with Kansas City. He put up a twenty five. Vegas. He, he has had his rec- and and the the games you're mentioning right now, 
it's they haven't been at full force at all. I agree. They're missing their two top receivers. So you got guys that are one guy's Palmer. a return guy, the other guy's a Carter, a third guy at best. Yeah, Palmer, and, and then you know it'll click if he gets one of those guys back this week, they'll click. Um, so I'm wary about Herbert this week. Just, I, I don't know how, what to expect of him against San Francisco's defense. And there's still a lot of question marks about his current health. I'd be I mean, more worried about, uh, Aaron Rodgers playing the fucking Cowboys this week. Well, hold on. I mean, the Aaron Rodgers situation is very simple. Aaron Rodgers yeah. is currently QB 17. Um, as far as my knowledge, there's not too many 17 team leagues out there. So realistically, well, without Dobbs this week and a couple of these other, he's he's going to be in trouble. Uh, realistically, we're on the we're on the you can drop train on Aaron Rodgers. That's where I'm at personally. I'm not playing him against Cowboys this week. I'm not keeping him on a roster. I'm parting ways with Aaron Rodgers okay. in favor of. I mean, realistically, I like Russell Wilson a lot more this week against Tennessee than I do Aaron Rodgers against Dallas. Okay. I like Taylor Heineke against Philly this week better than I like Rodgers against Dallas. I would even, honest to God, I would play P.J. Walker at Atlanta with a negative four last week before I would play Aaron Rodgers at Dallas. I'm, And you might call me fucking crazy, but that's where I'm at. I think your upside potential with Aaron Rodgers is, I mean, the guy's averaging 15 points, and I think you're lucky to see him get that every week he had a, a couple 17 pointers in there against the Giants he had 19 he had two touchdowns I mean realistically he had three picks last week against the Detroit Lions and granted he will throw for 200 yards a week 220 240 250 and and that's fine but the touchdowns aren't there he doesn't have a reliable target he's not making good decisions he has four picks in the last two games five in the last three so I'm kind of I'm out on Aaron Rodgers right now. I'm not I'm not keeping him rostered because I think you have more upside with uh, Russell Wilson. I think the upside's there more so than with Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Russell Wilson was absolute trash first four weeks of the season. I get it, and 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 he hasn't he's yet to play an entire quarter, two quarters together. Good. I can't disagree with you there, but. And he's another I'm one that's been averaging single to double digit, maybe. Upside. Uh, I yeah. see the Broncos and, Air, and and Russell Wilson getting it together before I see the Packers and Aaron Rodgers. Mm. I don't know. Aaron Rodgers just needs to get a couple that. guys back. That's it. Aaron Rodgers won't he won't take this any longer. Here's my situation, my ad of the week this week over somebody like Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson altogether would be Sam Ellinger against the uh, against the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, the Raiders are currently 31st as far as pass defense goes. They allow a ton of points every week to, to everybody. Um, is he your sleeper this week? He is my Sam Ellinger is my sleeper this week. I, I'll say okay. this. I watched the entire Jeff Saturday presser. Jim Ursay, Jeff Saturday presser. Okay. Jim Ursay, <laughs> I... I I would say he's about 150 proof. Oh yeah, easily. I mean, he's embalmed. I I don't, I, I don't know where he he's coming from with any of this. I don't know stuff. how to make sausage, but I, I do know how to make a football team. He, uh, you know, he's talking about a former player that really doesn't have any kind of coaching experience above a high school level. Correct. 
He was a consultant. That's for going them. to come in and and run your team. I I, I don't want to know something. You know what? I like it. I love it. You want to know why I like it? I absolutely it? love it. You want to know because he is, he hasn't been polluted with the NFL bullshit Correct. yet. I realistically, and I, you might call me fucking crazy here, and we'll talk about this more on on Friday. I I think that the I think Vegas, I think Jeff Saturday will do very well getting the guys motivated to absolutely. play. Absolutely, those guys. I don't will. think that'll be an issue, especially if Peyton Manning's not there. What has Indianapolis's biggest flaw been on that team this year quarterback well outside of quarterbacks they dug their own hole there the offensive line the offensive line is putrid putrid. they have not been good in five years if if you're going to bring in possibly the best offensive lineman that's ever played there as your head coach you should be able to figure it out well i mean maybe he can help them guys with some schemes or something like that and and try to protect who's there the bad part is is this they've had Five different quarterbacks in the last five years. Absolutely. Six years. That's an issue. They have not been able to protect any of them. You're talking about a 40-year-old Philip Rivers. You're talking about fucking Carson Wentz, who they were unable doesn't matter to keep upright. You can't protect him. Uh, huh? So it doesn't matter if you can or can't protect I, I mean, it didn't matter who they put back there. It was the same thing. They couldn't protect. They haven't had an offense. Does everybody forget that Andrew Luck was the most sacked fucking quarterback for three years straight Ever. when he was fucking drafted. Yeah. That's why the guy's not even in the fucking league anymore. Um, switching gears here a little bit. Uh, I love Trevor Lawrence against Kansas City this week. Uh, seemingly every quarterback that plays Kansas City goes for 25 points just because there's so much offense every week. Uh, I think I'm really impressed with what the Jaguars have been doing the last week which I know is a pretty small sample size, but they showed glimmers of it in the beginning of the year. Trevor Lawrence showed glimmers of it in the beginning of the year. I'm rolling with Trevor Lawrence this week against Kansas City. Uh, I just think that's going to be a very high-scoring affair. What about Justin Fields against the Lions this week? Justin Fields Anybody? against – Justin Fields Any a must-start. Justin Fields a must-start every week going forward until he proves you wrong. I never thought I I'd say it. You put 44 points up going last week. Forward, yep. Going forward. No way. Going forward, Justin Fields is a weekly must-start. I'm sorry. Say what you want. But how can you – he's currently quarterback eight. All right. Uh, He put up – Did we switch places? His last last five games, 19, 19, 24, 27, 44. You you have to. He's a must-start, period. Especially against the fucking Lions. Are you kidding? Yeah. Um, I agree. In the early morning matchup, the Brady-Geno Smith matchup, I'm going to say this real fucking quick. I love Brady. I don't like Geno Smith. I I actually agree with you on mm-hmm. this. Uh, I, I know a lot of guys are saying to start Geno Smith. I If if that defense shows up the way they did last week, I would be really hard-pressed to say Geno Smith is going to have one bad afternoon. I would have to agree with you there. Uh, moving on to running backs. Let's talk about the Miami backfield for a second. It's full of Raheem Mozart and Jeff Wilson. Uh, everybody else there is, at this point, irrelevant. Um, I I have an odd feeling that we're in a little transition here. And Raheem Mozart showed points this year. He could be the starting guy there. I mean, he's currently running back 21, averaging 11 points a week. He has a 20-point game. He has an 18-point game. He has a 13-point game. Here's you don't the give him the ball enough. 
Jeff Wilson is there now. They wouldn't have went out of their way to trade picks for this guy. And and I there's a part of me that really, really believes that Jeff Wilson I think will Jeff be Wilson the guy. Jeff Wilson is going to take that starting role here. I agree. If not this game, in, in the next couple of weeks. I think it's going to be in this game. I think there's yeah. going to be a lot of running in this game, much more than Miami's used to. Obviously, well, they're going to have to. Yeah. Because if not, it's going to get be embarrassed. Ugly quick. They could get embarrassed. I agree with that wholeheartedly. Um, one that I'm not, I don't know how I feel about this week is uh, Miles Sanders against Washington. Um, it's a Monday night game. Your back's going to be up against the wall if you need points to win. Washington, for some reason, they are they only allow the 10th most points to running backs. That front, as we, we said this on Monday's show, that front for Washington played well. They had a great yeah. game against Delvin Cook last week. I'm not a huge fan of the Philadelphia I mean, again, they're balanced, but you know, if anybody's running the ball for the Eagles. I'm going to go the opposite of what you're saying. I don't like Brian Robinson against Philadelphia's defense. You you let me I I don't like them or Gibson against Philadelphia's defense. This is their second Monday night? Who's? Phillies. I mean, yeah, they're undefeated. I thought those are all predetermined. They've been switching some around because Sunday night this week, it was supposed to be Cincinnati and somebody else, and they switched it. But yeah, what um, the hell? So, uh, again, I don't love any of the Washington backfield against Philly. I mean, you don't really love any backfield against Philly, but I'm not particular about what. I don't like either of those Monday night backfields against either team, period. Okay. Uh, didn't they have a breakout game? Didn't Miles Sanders have a breakout game last Monday night he played? He had a good game. I mean, Miles Sanders has put up 28-7, 13-13-15. So, the points are there. Obviously, there's so many points being scored yeah. for the Philadelphia offense that the opportunity's there. Yeah, they it kind of gets they, spread around all there. They, they get down to the red zone, and then Jalen Hurts runs, runs it, it in, and that's the problem. And, and, and that's the problem with the running back situation at Philly. Correct. And the way that the way that Washington honed in on Delvin Cook last week, just I'm not a huge fan of, of the Philadelphia running backs this week. Um, my sit of the week this week is Leonard Fournette against Seattle. Um, yes, yeah, Seattle, Seattle is not a great run stop team. I understand that. Uh, I think we're going to see at least for the next game or two, I think we're going to see Tom Brady throwing 60 passes a game. That's just my opinion. Um, I think that in order to get where they need to be to feel good, they have to, Tom Brady's going to have to put the team on his back. I don't love Fournette's workload thus far. Fournette's currently running back nine and that's great, but his last Three games have been a three, a 13, and an eight. I'm not a huge fan of that, and I think I would steer away from Fournette until we get a sample size that certifies him back into the RB1 spot. Um, Big question mark in Dallas right now. Ezekiel Elliott's questionable. Tony Pollard isn't. Who Who's going to be the guy? Oh, you play Pollard. Play Pollard all the way. Listen, Pollard is going to... He's the guy that's going to – he's the difference maker on that team. I agree wholeheartedly, and he took the words out of my mouth. If Zeke is active, you are still playing Pollard. I, I would play Pollard regardless if he's active. If Zeke is questionable still, he ain't going to be 100% healthy. Let, let's, 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 all, let's all talk about the big fucking pink elephant in the room, okay? Pollard is a better running back than, than Elliott is at this point. Right now, yeah. Period. Period. To start out the year, I disagree. Uh, I think if they 
if Dallas was smart, they'd let Zeke get healthy. And shut I him down. And run go, it with Pollard. And go I, would him, I would sit Zeke the next five weeks. I would sit Zeke until we see Tony Pollard shit the bed. Because I would, they're going to go with the hot I hand. Would. Jerry Jones is going to go with the hot hand. So uh, I, I actually, and I do love Tony Pollard against Green Bay this week. He had a yeah. three-touchdown performance last week. I, I really don't see the train stopping for Tony Pollard. Um, and one other question that I got was, what do you do with this Carolina backfield? You got Deonta Foreman. You got Chuba Hubbard. Chuba's questionable. Uh, Foreman without Hubbard, 15-31. And then last week in Cincinnati, he had a three. I Yeah, but he only had a few carries last seven week. Seven carries. I, I, huh? It's seven carries. Yeah, that's, that's just not enough. Listen, your running backs – Unless they're getting 18 to 20 carries, 18 to 25 carries are not going to be effective, um, period. And I think when teams start to get down, you'll see all of a sudden you see their their the whole scheme change. Yeah. And, and they got down early last week, so he was not effective. I agree with that. I expect him to have – I expect Deonta Foreman they're to have gonna a come bounce out with back this week. Bounce back game against Atlanta. Um I mean, I don't think it's going to be a 31 point. And they already beat Atlanta up once this year. And I know, actually, that game came down to the wire. I see them doing that again. Also, yeah. if you own a Rams running back, do yourself a favor and don't play him. I sadly have to play Darnell Henderson this week. God bless, Bruce. Because there's nobody else out there. Tell me about the receivers. Well, what's there to talk about? I mean, it's real simple. A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown, Brown against Commander's secondary. I love it. Uh, A.J. Brown, it. Currently, wide receiver, currently wide receiver seven, averaging 16 points a week, and uh, seemingly scores at least a touchdown every week. Uh, yes. Last week he had six targets for 59 yards and a ton, a 13-point performance. Week before that he had 10 targets for six receptions, 156 yards and three touchdowns. Uh, yeah, A.J. Brown is a start every week. He's a lot. Yeah, this is going to be a great. I truly believe this could be game of the week right here. Yeah. If the Commanders show up like they did last week, this could be game of the week. Wow. Could this be the Monday trap game? night? Could this be the no, trap I game? No, I just think it'll be a very hard competitive game. They're setting it up to be that way. Um, Monday. I love night. Chris Olave this week took against the, the Pittsburgh Steelers secondary. Absolutely. Uh, with Michael Thomas out with his toe, Forever. his big toe. Done. Um. Olave's currently Olave's the one who's going to get hammered with targets. Absolutely, and he's yeah. currently wide receiver fourteen. And that was, and that Marquise was, at uh, Marquise, uh, what the hell's his name? Galloway. He's cute, but he drops a lot of balls. Yeah, I, I mean, outside Olave, they really don't have anybody else that's consistent. Olave is going to be a solid wide receiver too. That'll yeah. hit you double digits every week. And I think going forward, you could see better than that. He hasn't had a touchdown in the last four games. Um, I expect for that to be a little bit of a bounce back this week. I think he'll get back. Alvin into Kamara that. is getting more involved in the offense Absolutely. now. Absolutely. Now that he's back, yep. that helps everything, especially there. I love uh, Jerry Judy against the Tennessee Titans this week. Wow. You were talking about uh, your your boy Russ Wilson. We'll see if he can get it done. I hope so. I mean, I'd love to see Denver have a nice week this week. Um, I'd like to see Judy get targeted heavier than he's been. Absolutely. Uh, how do you feel about DeAndre Hopkins going? I mean, he's only had three you know games. What? I, I don't know what to think. Like I told you last week, I, I don't know what to think. With uh, He's averaging with 18 and Murray. three games. I think if Murray can get to get him the ball, it's it makes sense. But 
I mean, if he can't uh, develop, if he gets too cute and he's just running around and ad-libbing, I don't think that's a good thing. I think they need to play within the system and, and hammer the shit out of him with targets. Um, well, you haven't talked about Amari Cooper yet this week. Uh, that's because he I did not like Amari Cooper against that Dolphins secondary. <laughs> I don't remember him doing it last week either. Wow, shocked. I don't like him against the Dolphins secondary. Um, well. A couple other ones that I Michael noticed. Pittman and versus the Raiders. Sit him. Don't play him. <laughs> I, I wouldn't play any guy you, from you fucking would, Indy. You and me are on a wave, you know that? Why? That was the next thing I was about to say. I, I, how can you play Michael Pittman right now when Ellinger is throwing for fucking 80 yards a game? I don't like Michael Pittman. I absolutely love a start of Gabe Davis this week, even though he's been slow. I hate Drake London. Drake London. Drake London versus the Carolina Panthers secondary. I hate it. Hate it. How do you feel about Darnell Mooney against Detroit? I love, I'll tell you why I like against Detroit, and it's not a receiver. It's Cole Komet, the tight end. You think so, eh? I love him against Detroit this week. Mooney got his first touchdown of the year last week in a seven-reception, 43-yard performance. Uh, that was only the third time he's put up double digits this year after starting off the year with four points in four games. That was games. not his fault. They, were, they weren't even throwing it. Yeah, they needed, they needed help. I don't like Adam Thielen this week against the Buffalo Bills either. Like, let's be real here. I think we can start to write Adam Thielen off. I don't really know if I like Adam Thielen any week against I, I mean, he's good if you don't have anybody to play. If you've got a guy on a bye week, plug him in. Other than that, I wouldn't play him. No. He, you know, he shouldn't be his, in his, your... His five to seven points a week is not helping. He's averaging nine. Sorry. Uh, five and that's, to nine. He has two touchdowns on the year. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you can. He's just not targeted enough. Bruce He's get, not going to get. Bruce targeted. getting all irritated right now because well, because Bruce knows that we're actually. Right. You know what we did without even realizing it. We have yeah. talked about every single player Bruce is starting this week and told him <laughs> that we hated him. We have Miles Sanders. And guess what? I'm still playing them all, baby. Raheem sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry oh, Bruce. Fuck. Sorry. Um. I'll take Carter for the. Are we going to talk about tight ends now? I think we covered a receiver thing. Yeah, I agree. We let's, didn't like. Let's talk about let's talk about tight ends. Um, T.J. Hawkinson, my uh, start of the week. My start of the week, Kyle Pitts. Oh wow! He's going to be unveiled as as tight end of the week. It's my lock, Kyle Pitts against the Carolina Panthers. You're joking, right? No, I'm not. You're no, you've got to be joking. No, I'm not. I love Kyle Pitts this week. You've loved him every other week. I too, love him this week. That, how's that going for That's you? That's why I drafted this idiot. Uh, no, I Get don't. Sicky. I no, don't. I, like I said earlier, Cole Komet against the Lions. Uh, he had two tugs last week. He was targeted tugs? like eight times. Tugs? He had two tugs? tugs. He got tugged twice, <laughs> eh? He got tugged twice. Um, I was going to disagree with you there because I don't love, I don't love, I don't love Pitts at all, ever. Um, okay. But I'll say this much. Uh, I do love oh. Hawkinson against Buffalo. I think this, okay. he has a big game this week. Uh, I love <clears> – sorry, I had a frog in my throat. Uh, Njoku, if he plays, monitor that questionable. I like Njoku yeah, but to he's come still, back. Yeah, he's still banged up, and I don't trust that. I don't trust that yet. I'm going to trust it. I like Njoku against Miami. Okay. Uh, I he also no love – I think Evan Ingram is going to emerge as one of Trevor Lawrence's favorite targets in this game against Kansas City. Okay. I just hmm. I can feel it in my plums. I don't know why. And plums? I like for Higby to have a little bit of a bounce back game against Arizona. I like Kate Otten. Oh, who Seattle doesn't love Kate? Seahawks defense this week. Who and doesn't love targeted Kate Otten? like he did last week? 
He's going to be a fucking difference maker. You mean Cade Gronkowski Jr.? Anyway. Um, but, yeah, Tyler Higby, I want to talk about him for a minute. He started out the year 7-10-8-12-8. Last three games, 1-2-0. I think he comes back. I think there's a bounce back this week. I think Higby reemerges as one of Stafford's targets against Arizona. Um, just because Matt Stafford needs somebody. He needs something. I mean, he needs something. He can't be as putrid as he has been playing. That's what I will say there. Um, oh boy, Dallas Goddard. Dallas Goddard's just Dallas Goddard's an automatic start every week. Yeah, oh. Dal- I I do not like Mike Gesicki against Cleveland oh my this God. week. Gesicki, uh, man, the last few games he's just dropping passes. I I just don't trust him right now. You like your boy Dolchich against Tennessee? I love that kid. I know you. Do. I love that kid. That kid's tough. He he catches the ball. He knows what to do after he catches it. I don't think they target him enough. Did you just shit your pants? Oh, I'm playing with the bottle down here. Oh, Jesus. Oh, you'd know if I shit my pants. Anyway. You'd be running out of here. Uh, Keenan Allen not expected to practice today. So there's a little there bit more go. information that, that, that you That needed. doesn't help anything. Um, the Chargers. Um, and you know what else? I think, uh, I think if Keenan Allen continues to not be healthy, if Mike Williams is not healthy, I think I'm kind of in on Gerald Everett a little bit now. I was trying to trade this guy this week, and I'm sitting here looking at the options for the Chargers. And granted, he has not had a boom game all year. He had t- he has two touchdowns on the year. Well, that, that's the, the 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 little dude. He's going to get hammered with targets for the. I don't Chargers. know who the little dude. Uh, is. Uh, Oh, okay. Anyway, oh, you know what I'm talking he's about. He's talking the about return guy. I, the return guy. Carter or Palmer? Carter. Okay. Carter's going to get the majority of the targets. I agree. But at the end of the day, I think Gerald Everett could see a little bit of Mike Williams' drop off because I Maybe think in the red zone, they get into the red that's zone. That's what I'm saying. For him. You might steal yeah. a touchdown out of him. And I, I, I like that this week. Let's talk about some defense. Do I have to go here? You do, unfortunately. Okay. Go ahead. I like the Dallas Cowboys against I Green Bay Packers. I literally knew that was love it. out of your mouth. <laughs> love it. Love their defense oh, against the Packers. Shit. I do. That was predictable. Come I'm going to tell you one that's not predictable that I like. Who? I like the Arizona Cardinals against the fucking Rams this week. I think the Rams are done, and I think if they lose this game, you can throw the dirt on them. You're, you're throwing just, the dirt, you, eh? You can throw the fucking you're dirt You're throwing the dirt. You're not only with the dirt, but you're also just throwing out pre- like predictable things here. What do you mean predictable like, thing? Bruce wants deep, something deep. Playing a defense against the Rams, that's okay. The Cardinals' defense is not that good. Uh, are you but right? You could play the Lions' the D against the them. fucking Rams, and they'd put up fucking numbers. No, 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 no. But I, there is one place where I think you can play the Lions' D. Say that again. Say that one more time. I think this week against the Chicago Bears – will be one of the last and only viable weeks that you could play the Detroit Lions defense this year. Okay. I mean, just hold on. Before you laugh at me too hard, I they did, put I up an 11 that. last week against Green Bay. They also had three picks. And well, only that's allowed why they had the 11 points. Correct. They only allowed, what, five? But I'm going to say this. Nine. Nine. Nine points. I'm going to say this. Chicago's been playing pretty well. That is true. Justin Fields has been playing pretty well. Yeah. It's about time they have a slump. Detroit could fall into one. They'll probably still lose. But Justin Fields could look poor. Okay. 
I, it's a hunch. It's a hunch. We'll talk more about it Friday. Um, and yeah, if you just stick somebody with speed on them, for fuck's sakes. How do you feel about the Chargers D against San Francisco? Well, I'm playing them, even though they're probably I mean, not a good idea. I don't think that's going to be a high-scoring affair. I don't. I really don't. I think it's going to be some smash-mouth shit. I think that shit. could be some smash-mouth shit going yep. on there. You think? Hmm. I do. I, I don't know. I, I something tells me that that game is not going to be the uh, Chargers D has been very disappointing. This something's year. telling me the 49ers are just going to stampede if, these motherfuckers. If the Chargers <laughs> had their full capacity of offense, I would actually love them in this game. Yeah. You know. Do you like the Giants D against Houston? Absolutely. Yes. Yes, I do. Um, yes, I do. Do you like the Titans D against Denver? Actually, I don't. I don't either. I don't. And I don't know I don't why. know what it is about the Titans, but, you know, they just don't do it for me defensively. And now Bud Dupree is questionable again. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I but we crowned them on Monday's show. I don't we trust crowned them. Tennessee's defense on Monday. The, o- the only thing that keeps the Titans relevant is that they have the ball 10 minutes longer than any other team they play because all they do is run Derrick Henry. Because they physically that, That's all they do. It. They shorten the game up. By doing what they're doing. I mean. It's working. It's working. It's working for them. It's working. But sooner or later, they're going to run into a team where they're going to have to be able to have a threat of throwing the football. Or run into a problem with their running back. Um, Some news. Jonathan Taylor, running back for the Indianapolis Colts, who missed last week's game with an ankle. I actually like him this week against the Raiders. He did participate in practice today. Yeah. I like him against the Raiders. We're looking for a comeback. For some there. reason, their defense was awful. But Blake Martinez should have a field day this week. Um, for the Raiders. For Blake Martinez. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. should have a field day this week. Whoever has him, play him. Play the shit out of him. <laughs> what? Just this whole, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like he didn't care. <laughs> well, no, I, it's not that I didn't care. I was reading. I was reading. Under oh, okay. the influence of fucking stupidity. Uh, the Washington, D.C. Adjourneys. Je- I feel like I'm aging over here just because you're in my presence. Help me out on that one. The Washington, D.C. Attorney General's office emailed reporters regarding a press conference that will take place tomorrow where Attorney General Carl Racine will make a major announcement related to the Washington Commanders. Is it an indictment? Of Daniel Schneider. I guess we're going to have to wait and see. Like I said before, if you're going to indict him, you're going to indict every one of them other 30 fucking one assholes that own teams, too. Um, The Titans have designated wide receiver Traylon Burks to return from injured reserve, as the Colts have done with none other than Ashton Doolin. Oh, wow. Um, That's a difference maker. If Josh Allen does not play this week, they would mark the fourth game this season that the Vikings faced a team without the starting quarterback. quarterback. <laughs> yeah, which could be a good. Is that testament a reason why they're them? six and one? Yep. Um, Rams quarterback Matthew Stafford has entered the concussion protocol after today's practice. What? <laughs> You're kidding me. Who's his backup? That's a good question. Look that up. Who's the backup there, uh, Ashton? Let's see. I'm honestly interested about this, too. Let's see. I don't know who the Rams back uh, John Wolford and Bryce Perkins. Say that again? John Wolford 
Is he next in line? He's two. Okay. Uh, Who the fuck is John Wolford? Uh, he is a 27-year-old quarterback out of Wake Forest. A what? <laughs> um, what? What the he fuck? Has He's older than Matt Stafford, for Christ's sake. Last season, uh, he appeared. Oh, no. Actually, he appeared in two games this year. But I don't even know who you're talking 2021 about. regular season opponents. Uh, he came in against Houston and had two attempts, one completion. Is that a mop-up duty or something? Yep, for five okay. yards. Okay. And then uh, last year against the Giants, he came in two attempts, no completions. So okay. he has five total passing yards and a sack. As a career? As a career. That's that's very enlightening. His QBR career is point one. Okay. Um, and outside of John Wolford, it's Bryce Perkins. Okay. Who is a 25-year-old quarterback out of Virginia. Okay. Who has no statistical information available. So. Okay. Could, so, could be a interesting week for the Los Angeles Rams. And if Stafford can't go. Wait, wait a minute. You're saying he's entered today. Today is. Uh, what day is it today? Wednesday. Wednesday. Today is Wednesday. If he entered protocol today, he won't be able to play Sunday. Well, he's in concussion protocol, so we'll have to we'll have to monitor this. See, this is shady. This is what I was talking about with this bullshit with these injuries. You know what I'm saying? Because um, it, it, by all rights, every guy that's entered uh, to a tech of a law entered concussion protocol was out for four weeks. Understandably, why? But if you're entering concussion protocol, I don't see how you could be able to be ready to play in two days. I guess we'll see. We'll monitor I mean, he's got to at least practice by Saturday. Yeah. Because if he can't practice, how can you play him? We will monitor that and update you on Friday. But another big piece of news, TJ Watt is due for a potential return this Sunday against the New Orleans Saints. Really? That is one to keep an eye on. Other than that, TJ Watt. Other than that, I think that's it for Fantasy Frenzy this week. Keep it short and sweet, you know? Oh, and the Rams have designated Coleman Shelton to return. That's a good one to add on. Uh, I have no idea. Okay. Uh, Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of the Tip Awesome. Awesome. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of the Tip Balls Podcast. Make sure to follow our socials, Instagram and Twitter at Tip Balls, TikTok at Tip Balls Podcast. If you are listening to us on Spotify and Apple Music, make sure to watch us on YouTube and click subscribe. We will be back again on Friday. Just trying to figure out why. With a preview of all of the Week 10 matchups. You mean Saturday? Whatever fucking day it comes out. See you guys then. Saturday. Am I perfect?